go. All right. Hi, everyone. This is Faye from Face World Media. It is like 8.30 p.m. my time. This is probably the latest I've ever gone live, but I have two such lovely ladies with me here. I'm so thrilled. We have Christina and Shub from Elcod Global. Hello. And uh, I'm just so thrilled to be here with you. And, um, you know, again, just a very, very brief intro. We're going to jump right in. Christina is the head of marketing and partnerships uh, at Alcod Global. And Shub is head of training and development. And I feel like you both wear so many hats. And uh, I've done such interesting work with you since April this year. And to be honest, as a result, I've learned so much about supply chain. I've always been interested. And now because of you working with you, knowing Alcod, I'm just now even more eager to explore more. So welcome, welcome to the show. So Faye, I will just say one very quick thing. Since the time we spoke last, we've already rebranded what I take care of. It's now, uh, I'm now learning solutions because we have, we just move very fast. I'm sorry, we forgot to uh, update you about that. Oh, absolutely. Shoot, say that one more time. I think you uh, froze for a second. You said the rebrand was for learning solutions. So we've rebranded training and developed as learning solutions because it will be covering more the more than just training or workshops. Mm. Awesome. So I think, you know, this conversation, by the way, is for a lot of people thinking, well, I understand supply chain sort of, but also, you know, a lot of people don't fully understand and what it entails, the opportunities that exist. So thank you for leading the way. I'm just going to hop right in and kind of ask first is, you know, what we're here for is introducing Alka to the global audience. So for more people to understand what supply chain is, the opportunities are. So who wants to jump in first? So who want to maybe explain a bit about Elcot? Um, I can go. I can go. Please, Christina. <laughs> um, so Alcot Global is a few years old company in offering services in the supply chain space. Uh, we have clients in major regions, like from uh, North America, Latin America, Europe, um, Middle East and Africa, and of course, Asia Pacific, where we are based. That's why we, this call is so late for North America. Mm -hmm. um, and um, our mission is actually to connect and upgrade the supply chain ecosystem. Uh, we do that through uh, finding the right talent um, via executive search. We um, have learning solutions that uh, Shub has mentioned just now uh, for developing skills in the supply chain. Um, and then uh, we, we have recently launched a beta version of a marketplace for the supply, for supply chain technology. Mm. So in a nutshell, this is what Alcott Global does. <laughs> mm, wow, I'm learning new things already. Go ahead, Shub. So I was just going to say that uh, Christina is being very humble here, but uh, one of the one of the things which differentiates Alcott Global from other organizations which started out as executive search is the fact that we are also providing uh, quality content on the industry to our uh, to our audience, to our clients, to our candidates, to anybody who's interested in supply chain as well. And Christina leads that. So I think that's why she was being a bit humble to share about it. So that would include, you know, doing podcasts, creating infographics, uh, 
creating content. We've done events, virtual conferences and summits, which had 10,000, 12,000 people during the pandemic, bringing them all together to understand how we as supply chain can come together to the varying issues which the pandemic brought uh, and highlighted about uh, different organizations and how critical supply chain is to the success of any organization. Mm. I have to say as a podcaster, I am impressed and also a little jealous because I started my show in 2014 and you guys started kind of in the midst of the pandemic. So to break that down a little bit, uh, may I ask whose idea was it to start a podcast and how did you IDA to create the show um, a few years ago? So, so actually, Alcott Global um, started in 2017, but mostly um, focusing on executive search. All the other services were added to the portfolio later. Um, mm. But quite soon after Alcott Global started, a, a podcast channel already took off. It was actually it started a bit earlier, but then um, it took off uh, with high speed <laughs> um, after that. Mm -hmm. So um, it's uh, that is our oldest podcast channel, the Leaders in Supply Chain podcast. And um, through the nature of the job that executive search uh, consultants do, right? They have to always be on top of what's happening in the industry. So they speak to so many people. I think in a weekly mm -hmm. basis, they speak to, I don't know whether they reach a hundred, but anyways, a uh, few tens of, um, of um, industry professionals, right? At mm -hmm. high level understanding what's happening. And through the podcast, actually the intention was, okay, let's give an insight to, to the community as well into what's relevant, what are people dealing in the supply chain um, real time. Hmm. Wow. And, you know, again, like you said, it just, it took off uh, it, right around, I think in 2020, even though you had the show running, you put in a lot of work. But all of a sudden, did you see like tremendous amount of viewership comments on like, when did you realize, wow, this, you know, this is really taking off? Um, I think it was before because the audience, right? The audience would come back and say, wow, I listened to that podcast. It's amazing. You know, the authenticity and how people share um, case studies and things that are relevant is very useful. So um, for, for that particular channel, that's how it started. But uh, what really <laughs> happened in 2020 is a very positive turning point where um, for us, pandemic played an important role in, um, in, in going into the events world. It's basically expanding the podcast, but having, instead of having a weekly um, guests or monthly guests, we suddenly had between 50 speakers <laughs> or 70 speakers in one forum, but the spirit was the same, right? The same kind of tone, the same kind of sharing, um, people discussing real matters. And uh, for the audience, many times people would, would send us, it's almost like we take the front seat and we can see what's happening and what these people are dealing with and um, what's co what comes next, right? As a supply chain professional or somebody who wants to um, grow in their career, this is very relevant information because then they will know, oh, but I would like to do this. Look, that's a, an interesting problem people are solving. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I think that's, and I just, that's the mm -hmm. key here, what uh, Christina mentioned. It's real people. It's their authentic stories, things which were which they are dealing with 
<clears throat> because you know you have a lot of leadership forums or leadership podcasts of how you should be doing it mm -hmm. and what you should do versus what people end up doing can be very different so the whole spirit of the podcast and events is about share where you are right now what are the challenges how are you facing it what led you to do it so it's uncovering people's stories um and learning from them because then it's much more relatable to the audience and they are like oh this person is going through i'm going through something similar as well so if they mm -hmm. can solve it i can solve it too rather than a theoretical concept you throw at people and talk about that absolutely and um, just as a reminder for people who are watching us on LinkedIn, we can't really see you as a person count. So if you have any questions and comments, we absolutely welcome that. I know it's a little late for people in North America, so we do monitor the comments. And if you want to drop in later on. So I just want to take a moment and, and thank everybody for being here. And Shub, I, I know that you've been sort of the forefront, the, the face, you know, one of the faces uh, at a media level for Elcott. So I've seen you interviewing a number of guests. And I really like your style, both uh, the audio on the podcast as well as, um, you know, in front of uh, there's a YouTube channel as well for Elcott Global. I recommend people to definitely check it out. And I'm sure you're very uh, both of you are very active in the event uh, section or sector as well. So could you maybe talk about that, like yourself as a creator? Were you surprised by it? And and do you find it exciting? I definitely find it very exciting. Uh, yeah. I think speaking to people who, so I, what, what I take care of for the podcast channel is to come from the perspective of talent. So it doesn't have to be people from HR. Uh, it could be people uh, who are from HR. It could be people, leaders, people who are focused on supply chain talent and how to bring it and bringing their stories. So I think my job is very easy because I, ha I, I just need to ask them about what's going through with them. It's the power of the people who come on the podcast, which makes the podcast very interesting. And that's the whole idea behind all our podcasts, I think, bringing their stories. Um, and I, I love to do all these mm -hmm. uh, kind of things. So um, I, I'm a trainer by background. Uh, so I'm very comfortable being in the uh, on the stage, having conversations with people, connecting with people. Um, so that came easily it wasn't like oh i don't know whether i should be doing a podcast but what what uh, the alcott global channel provided was a, was really a platform to bring together those people and share those stories and that's what we are very conscious about when we are reaching out to people and we have the prep call uh, my role is to help them find what are some e areas and niche areas where, which they can talk about. Because if every podcast guest talks about the same exact things, very soon the relevance is lost. So finding that particular superpower of this person related to talent um, makes it a bit unique with every guest. Mm. How do you do that? How do you both find that niche? Again, your your content creators to me, you know, not just podcast hosts. You actually design, develop the content. There are numerous blog posts, very useful, very informative uh, blog content on alcoglobal.com. Also, infographics, also reports that I've downloaded, and frankly, I'm really surprised because it just shows how much heart and soul and hard work that actually you put in there. It's very extensive, 
And it's unlike anything else, you know, as I was searching for supply chain related information, it's really not presented in such a humane and very connective way. So I wonder how do you guys find your niche and say, I know this is my audience and I'm putting together content that will resonate with them. Well, what was that process like? <laughs> I think I think it just comes from from the people the consultants work with, right? Uh, in the executive search, I think because they are interacting so much with the industry, right? Um, and then from the feedback we get after the podcast or after our events, right? Mm -hmm. Even our events, the content that is discussed there, it's meant to bring to shed some light, right? On 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 things that seem so theoretical or they just appear in the news but you know you can't uh, shadow somebody <laughs> at a senior level to know what they are actually doing right how they mm -hmm. are actually handling um, that situation so supply chain is is an ever-evolving space uh, there's a lot of transformation it's a complex global problem right mm -hmm. it's in the news many times just because sometimes disruptions affect the, like the the common person right when you can't uh, find things in the supermarket right um on the shelves and we have all experienced that in the pandemic um so there are there are things that like rates increased uh inflation um demands fl fluctuation and all of these are problems um mm -hmm. and of course sustainability let's not forget this one which is super important right so um, all, all of these uh, projects, right, that supply chain professionals take on and uh, the leaders are leading um, are quite interesting and it's super informative. It's a learning journey. That's why every time uh, we, fin we finished a virtual uh, event, we left the content there for a few weeks so that people can watch it on demand, like you can watch your Netflix <laughs> at home with this thing, right? Because there are some conversations that they might want to go back to oh but let me see what this what did, did this person say it sounded like he was saving costs somewhere right mm -hmm. or he was avoiding some cost i have the same problem i i want to mm -hmm. um go back to that information so the blog posts come like that right and, mm -hmm. and the infographics the same they are just uh basically our way of sharing this knowledge right that comes mm -hmm. in high volume <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, do our best <laughs> to capture as many uh, interesting stories and um, relevant um, relevant topics for our audience. Mm -hmm. And I think um, for me, especially for content for the Academy, because that's content as a, at a very large scale. And I had this question asked by one of the journalists, how did you go about Did no, you no. just tell people this is the content? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah. Okay. Repeat that right. uh, one more time, Shu. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, what I was saying is for us, it wasn't prescriptive when we started creating content for the Academy and you were part of the process phase. So yes, of mm -hmm. course, we had buckets, we had pillars we wanted to cover, whether it's for the hard skills or it's for the uh, business skills that we wanted to hit that nail. But I don't think I ever went to one of the experts and said, these are the topics, can you cover any of them? So a lot of it was about going to people and saying that, look, 
what are some of the areas where you feel you have a lot of content to share? You have a lot of knowledge. You will bring relevance related to the contemporary topics. And then we would have brainstorming session. It would be sometimes multiple sessions where we would talk about what are the different areas they can cover, how we can bring relevance to it. So that was with the experts. And the other part is the market, which Christina touched on. We have consultants and executive search partners who are talking to people. I'm always talking to people, whether they are in L&D or uh, chief supply chain officers or VPs of supply <laughs> chain of what is it that they are. And from there, uh, we see what makes the most sense to them or doesn't. Plus, we are also doing live sessions with organizations. So depending on you know what kind of sessions get the most traction, it, it gives us a bit of a guidance. So. I would say it's a bit of trial and error, a bit bit of brainstorming, a bit of understanding the needs of the market. And then when it all comes together, it starts making a lot of sense. Mm, I love it. And I was just sharing very briefly, um, projecting the Elkhart Global Supply Chain Academy, which is a Netflix style type of academy. It's so exciting because it really touches and addresses to you know, not just the senior executives and directors and, and above, but you could be a newcomer, you could be intermediate level, you could be people who are considering a career path there, you could be a company who want your uh, workers to level up and really learn the holistic uh, side of supply chain. I am so excited about this. I'm on other things I've, you know, there's a book coming out, there are additional, uh, you know, award ceremonies and sessions. So could one of you maybe what both of you please speak to the academy how does that follow you know sort of i feel like the mission of alcon is behind it you know why why were you excited to really pour so much time and energy and resources into building this platform Shub, do you want to go first <laughs> yes absolutely so uh we started learning solutions last year beginning of last year and it was designed you know to have live workshops curated for the organizations very much customized to them and then you know again the need of the market we're talking to people and they're like you know all these topics are great but we've realized with with the pandemic and actually the pandemic brought supply chain as a very mission critical function before the pandemic it used to be a back-end function now people started realizing it's the backbone of any organization which it used to be before but it didn't have that kind of visibility and suddenly people from other departments have started becoming part of supply chain supply chains themselves have become so complex and for a lot of leaders the issue was you know what our people sometimes don't even understand the basics six what they learned 20 years is no longer relevant so can we have sort of a platform the topics where they feel they might be missing out on different things and then um you know bridge that gap uh, learn in their own time while we continue investing in the led workshops and learning fiestas and business talks and curated capability conversations so the platform, if I were to look at it, it's, it's catering to that need of bridging that mass knowledge gap on different subtopics um, and then moving to having very customized knowledge. And then we're launching some exciting things next year. Mm. Look forward to it. Christina, do, do you have anything to add? So what I would say, it's 
um, the academy is somehow an evolution from the virtual events as mm -hmm. well, because um, that's when the impactful learning, right? We got that feedback that people are learning those things. So we wanted to go at it more fo focused, right, on on this. But the the idea behind is. This has to be taught by experts in the industry, right? Who are dealing with that, who are solving these problems, right? That's what makes it so special. Um, it's not like a textbook that where you have all, all this um, information that has not been upgraded, right? Because it's very hard to catch up at the speed supply chains change. Mm -hmm. So uh, with actual professional experts who are dealing with um, they are created by by these professional experts who are dealing with um, these matters of supply chain. Um, of course, um, the the event basically had few hours, right? <clears throat> or the sessions would be very long. Um, honestly, uh, academy comes in short bites, impactful bites. That's that's uh, something that it's very very easy to learn so you go you you go through the modules and then mm -hmm. you know every time you learn something in a few minutes it's mm -hmm. not so much introduction and so much theory it's really uh, something that you can go and run with it and maybe mm -hmm. use it as because it's based on case studies and on real situations I really love the content and the people that you have spent so much time, I would say, to recruit and, and to ins to really encourage them to work on the project. Because I think most people don't realize that it takes a lot of time and effort to work with these collaborators and, and edit these videos, put on, you know, subtitles. And in particular, I love the fact that they are not only bite-sized, but it's very holistic approach to supply chain, to really any career, including storytelling, digital transformation, you know, business acumen, functional uh, skills, and and you know, technologies that people need to focus on. So it's just it's really interesting, and I know that you're thinking about adding even more courses, uh, maybe early next year, and that is something that we can all really look forward to. So. Anybody who's watching right now, I know there are a few of you floating. Feel free to send us any questions here. And I'm going to just like pivot a little bit into the fact that um, there are people who are approaching me to say, well, that's really interesting that there are a lot of career opportunities now in supply chain. And which is sort of, you know, initially or still today is the bread and butter of, you know, who Elcott Global is. So could you maybe talk about the importance of supply chain as a career and why is it a good idea to develop a career in supply chain in general should i should i get this one yeah let's um, do it christina <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe supply chain is such an abstract con um, concept right mm -hmm. um most people are familiar with the um, manufacturing with logistics right that are maybe they have a longer history right um, I would quote Radu, Radu Palamario, our managing di director in his book, um, in his first, the first pages of the book, he says, so what is supply chain, right? So mm -hmm. he says like this, every company that makes products has these pillars, plan, source, make, deliver, return. And what connects them all is the supply chain. Um, so I love this definition because it's quite clear in the same time, explains the complexity and the fact that supply chains are large people's organizations, right? 
um, we did, Radu did have on the podcast a few guests, like the chief supply chain officer of Colgate Palmolive and um, the chief supply chain officer of Lexmark. They have spent half of their careers, so over 20 years, or even their entire careers, over 40 years, uh, in the supply chain organization, evolving uh, through different roles, because there's so much opportunity. Um, that's one of one of the things uh, when considering a career in supply chain. Um, second, there's just a lot of technology in supply chain nowadays. There are uh, digital transformations happening at a very high speed um, and a lot of tech people spending time creating these solutions and others implementing them, of course, in the um, at, at the company sides, the, the product makers. Yeah, um, I would go on and add, right, for the people who have a mission to contribute to a sustainable world. I mentioned that a bit earlier in, in this conversation. Um, there are so many interesting projects happening in supply chain and they are impactful, right? Because there's so many things that have to um, be restructured or re, yeah, maybe restructure is the right way in from the planning perspective and then the implementation uh, in the supply chains. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Shub said before <laughs> that the supply chains are the backbone of an organization. Yeah, um, they can make or break the business, right? <laughs> there can be a lot of cost involved. There can be a lot of, um, it's a business function. Nowadays, it takes a business sit. So um, business skills are welcome in supply chain and people evolve to leadership positions uh, while developing this type of skills. So um, I was a project manager, uh, actually an um, operations for project management in supply chain before joining Alcott Global. So even <laughs> all these uh, functions that maybe are more popular in other industries, they are actually present in, in supply chain. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. I'm learning so much. Shub, were you going to say something as well? <laughs> no, so I, I, I was just going to add, I think have become so relevant in today's uh, dates, you, you know, it's made, they've got a seat at the table, not only in the business, but also all our dining tables, because we've seen the brunt of it when your supply chains don't uh, make mm -hmm. an impact. And again, we, um, I think Radu wrote a, a fantastic article of why COs and CSCOs, so the chief supply chain officers and chief operating officers are now at a very good position to become the CEOs because they understand the business. So I think anybody who's looking at making an impact in the business world, supply chain is a fantastic area to look at it. Um, plus I think we all who are in supply chain space and we are interacting with people in supply vouch, we love the people in supply chain. Are very mm -hmm. humble people who are looking at making a massive difference in the world in the organizations and the way they interact it's a very very different way of being i've been an executive recruiter before and i've worked in the finance space before and i can tell you that i absolutely love the people in supply chain so it's a very good industry very impactful people who makes on a daily basis hmm. That's so good to hear. And, uh, you know, again, I want to point people to 
uh, directors and up, you know, there's some senior level jobs that are available at jobs at elcockglobal.com. So definitely worth checking it out. And I've also included links if you're thinking about checking out the podcast, the job search, the academy, that's also in the description. So thank you for being here. Um, I know that you both shared something new that I'm looking at. I'm getting very excited called, is it called a sub supply -fi? Am I saying it correctly? Supplify. <laughs> oh, Simplify. So could you maybe talk about that and uh, what it is and what it does? It's it's just a marketplace connecting. It's a platform where all the um, technology for supply chain is present. Mm -hmm. So all the companies, um, it's a crunch base as well to, mm -hmm. to understand that offers um, offers companies <clears throat> sorry uh, an opportunity to search for the solution they need in their supply chain as i was mentioning there's a lot of digital transformation and different companies have different needs right in different um parts of their or uh, supply chain organization so uh Suplify has all these solutions listed so far it's still in beta version so we are still crunching the data we are still um updating um to to the latest um to, to the latest developments on the market. And this is going to be ongoing uh, because uh, digital transformation and new solutions are coming up uh, like at a very high pace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's also a place for uh, investors to see what is new, um, wh what are the potential, um, what are the potential investments they would want to make in the new um, startups or even sometimes scale-ups, right? Scale-ups still receive funding. Mm -hmm. So uh, in a nutshell, this is what Suplify uh, does. <laughs> I'm impressed. There's a lot of work that went into this. I can already tell. Um, I also know another area that Elcott has been focusing on. Um, you know, again, I'm not an expert, so I'm also learning here are the workshops, you know, custom or customized the program and training, even for the academy itself. And I know that, you know, I overheard and learned from you guys that you are uh, also working with, you know, HR leaders, LND leaders to develop potential career paths. So there's a customization that you also provide there. So could you maybe talk about the different topics and areas that you're focusing on and, and whoever's watching right now, maybe this is the right program for them. Career customization uh, from Alcott. Do you mean the com companies that we are working on? Yeah, actually, yeah, if we can talk about that on the academy side, that would be great. But I also know that as part of um, the website, there's also training and workshops outside of the academy. If you want to speak to both or one of them, that would be great. Okay, so uh, uh, for for the learning solution side, what we want to give way of looking at their career uh, within supply chain, uh, in their organizations and beyond. So within the academy, we have the option of doing assessments. Now, these assessments have 25 plus years of data attached to them, where suppose if I'm a buyer or a category manager and I want to move to the next role assessment and see what are the different skills gap I have not only in my organization, but also 
from the industry standard and then I have a clear path of what I need to learn, what are the skills I need to develop and then go from there. So that's one way of chartering out your career. What we also want to do is to enable certain competencies which are very critical to supply chain. And if you read our uh, Source to Soul, which was written by Radhu Palamaria and Knut Alike, created the chain model, which talks about the five main, uh, like we've bundled main things and together, which organizations can now use to, you know, as the talent, look at the training solutions they have, as well as do succession planning, allow their own staff to plan their own careers. That's for the first part, which you touched about the careers. Then you talked about the live workshops, which we do. So, so we together, uh, supply chain leaders. So we do have live roundtables, uh, close networking sessions uh, um, for leaders to come together and discuss the contemporary issues. So we have, mm -hmm. have one happening next week, December, where we are getting uh, some of the leaders together uh, in a virtual roundtable to talk about some of the second challenges we are looking at in 2023 and how we as a community can support one another. Mm -hmm. um, on top of that, we also do for organizations based on where they are right now and where they want to be uh, in the coming years. And we've done 10 people shops over a course of three mm -hmm. months uh, story. But we've also done, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, twice a month sessions on different supply chain topics, getting bringing in experts who are dealing with those things for an organization for 14 months now. And we've done a learning fiesta for a large 3PL organization, having 10,000 plus people for a course of three weeks, getting to them external perspective of what's happening in the organization and what they can look at uh, moving forward. So. I think it depends where the organization is at and then for us to connect the dots and then bring in together who are experts in that particular field to give them a very holistic learning solution for it because it's no longer just providing training. It is looking at end-to-end -end learning for their workforce. Mm. Wow. How exciting is that? Christina is smiling. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You both work so hard, my goodness. And then I can feel like your energy wise, you just, you do love, you know, what you're focusing on. I think you can not, you can see, you can feel the impact. And I have to say that I love the fact that it's such a global team as well. You know, we are all in, you know, we have been in different time zones. We work with people really all around the world. I have not seen, I've not been on a project that's more global than this one. Um, and I, everybody's very happy. You know, I, I've really expressed this um, previously, probably more than once, but the fact that there's a lot of synergy among team members, people are smiling a lot when we're hopping on calls. And the crazy thing is like, we're smiling and tackling problems, even when we're facing challenges, right? We're coming in together, we're smiling to say, hey, how do we, how do we, you know, get around to this? Um, so I really appreciate and really enjoy that, that energy. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> so I'll give 
give you an example, which which I told some friends. We had our team building for the senior people uh, just beginning of this uh, month, um, and we had a session where we were talking about each other's superpowers and also the weaknesses we had. And I have people being so joyful in in a session. Usually, you know, the past corporations I worked with, these sessions are very intense and, you know, everybody hates these sessions and, the, you know, you feel your attack. We were literally laughing and there was a big ruckus about it. And, and the whole idea, and I think here the credit goes to uh, Christina and Radu uh, for creating a culture where people can be very open and still have fun. And, and that's what you touched based on. We had Mm -hmm. challenges during the launch academy but mm -hmm. finding solutions it's never a case of oh you done this wrong that's something which mm -hmm. i appreciate um and i think everyone appreciates uh and that speaks a lot about the culture so, so to both christina actually to radu uh while he's enjoying his time in dubai Oh, that's nice. Christina, you're going to say something as well? Yeah, I was I was saying because um, as we had the team building, right, we spent some time reflecting on what happened this year, especially. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it, a lot of things happened, right? And um, uh, we we were looking at what brings the energy, right? And what makes us go and and just take a bite at it, right? And we don't know. We mm -hmm. create a, out of nothing. We created something and we created many somethings this year, right? We had the Academy, the better launch of Suplify, um, Radu and Knut's book. We had mm -hmm. leaders in supply chain awards, right? So um, it's it's exactly this, right? The the creator energy. I was saying that sometimes it feels, I, I, I'm, I'm imagining that that's how an artist feels when you know, is in front of a Canva and starts mm -hmm. creating something, right? There's nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing. And then at the end, when you look at what the masterpiece or the thing that brings um, so much value, energy, beauty, right? It's, it's just mm -hmm. there. So um, not only the outcomes are motivating, but being part of that uh, creating, creating process for me mm -hmm. is amazing and i think i um uh, this is not only me in our team everyone enjoys this kind of journey sometimes it's hard but as mm -hmm. was saying, right um bringing a bit of humor um mm -hmm. but always like trying to find solutions and making making things um workable right and yeah mm -hmm. try to to be the best <laughs> I'm a little jealous because I've, you know, I've been working with you guys for seven, eight months and I look at LinkedIn, everybody's smiling. You have these team outings with just groups of people eating, sitting together at a restaurant. Then you have the team building events. I just, I was literally thinking the other day, I was like, I have to, you know, get over there and participate. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. And then you travel and, you know, I, I felt like, Man, I thought I worked for really fancy marketing consulting firms. I didn't really get to do this part as much. And um, Shoop is back. And I, I love to talk about the creator energy. And that really is something that kind of leads to my next question, which is, you know, what's next for Elcod? And I feel like really when we say what's next, we don't mean like next year, five years from now. Is 
number one, how do you balance and choose the next project to work on? Because you're always working on something. You're always creating something like from a planning, leadership, creative perspective. Like, how do you choose? That's something that sometimes I personally struggle with. And I know my audience certainly do as well. <laughs> I'm, we are both laughing right now because I think we, uh, you know, I, I was having this conversation with somebody from supply chain and they were talking about, you know, the crisis brings about a lot of change and we've realized a lot of organizations, they, they change only in crisis. And I was joking with them. We create crisis for ourselves. We <laughs> think of an idea and we'll give okay this is a very good idea typically organization takes six months to two years to launch it let's launch it in two months and then we will have this whole crisis for ourselves but i think it makes it a lot of fun it mm -hmm. it, it allows us to launch things in modular formats like you you can it's, it's very difficult to launch a perfect product and what's mm -hmm. perfect to you may not be perfect for the audience you're targeting so it would rather be that you launch something and if it doesn't work you can always change gears uh, but you do it fast um, mm. and it keeps the energy of everyone ongoing uh, versus you know you think and think and think and it's two years and you're still thinking about a project so I think mm. that's how most of us operate here at Alcott um, yeah Christina do you have anything to add <laughs> yeah so the bias towards action is out of charts that's that's definitely not an understatement so um that's pretty much what what Shub said right we um we work in modular formats right we speak to the people in the industry and sometimes there are these needs right so um we assess what's the minimal viable project that we can go ahead with to have a go at it and to see whether this is what actually will make the the impact right because mm -hmm. we work on impact and we work on like on strategic right in our mission we are strategic but the next point is it has to be impactful right so if it's not impactful then there has to be a change <laughs> a change implemented mm -hmm. Take a bit of a different route <laughs> mm, I, I love it when you when i first you know got in touch with you and the moment I remember was in April and you said you have this vision for this online academy, you'll launch in June. I was thinking, oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Let's do it. Uh, I found it so exciting and I love these impossible projects. People was like, you should always plan over plan and wait, wait for the perfect moment. I don't think the perfect moment ever really exists. Like you said, it's very subjective. And oftentimes when you wait, that's when your competitors are actually step in and, you know, create something, you know, very similar to yours. Whereas now I feel like we're, you know, leading the charge and presenting something that the industry has not really seen before and then done in a very friendly, very accessible way. And then I, you know, when I remember I was doing some, you know, internal user testing and people were not as familiar with supply chain, they look at this and say, I can learn from that. I want to learn how to do be a better storyteller. Oh, my company is struggling with digital transformation. This is absolutely relevant. So yeah, it's very, it's very, very exciting. Um, so what's next for Alcott in 2023 for people to want to, you know, stay in touch and, and learn more about you? What's the best way to do that? Um, 
of course you shared some links i think those those are the relevant links uh, for uh, on how to to get new updates on alcott global mm -hmm. um of course i would suggest following alcott global on linkedin and um alcott global consultants as well on linkedin and yeah alcott global employees um sometimes even the posts can be a learning lesson through through the what is shared the engagement what people put in right mm -hmm. in those comments sometimes it's like i bookmark them and i come back <laughs> it's also a learning <laughs> for me yeah. so i, I think, um, that might be quite useful for um for people interested supply chain enthusiasts or just as a curiosity because supply chain is everywhere so I, I think um, a lot of people find it really interesting, uh, the fact that Elka Global itself, the LinkedIn page has a lot of traffic and, you know, you both individually, I know Shu, but last time I checked was like 13,000 followers. Radu himself has uh, something like 250,000 followers. Uh, it's crazy. These are the people I know that I paid attention to, but how are you able to build up such an empire? Because it's really not trivial for people to gain that many followers on LinkedIn or really, frankly, anywhere. So what is the trick? There's everybody, I'm sure, ask you about that. And I want to learn how to do it. I will give you that trick very easily. And Christina <laughs> will, will add hers. Just add value. I think the moment you stop focusing on I need followers and start focusing on let me add value to the kind of people I want to attract, you start mm -hmm. getting followers. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I'm not as popular on LinkedIn, but I did um, had uh, have a lot of uh, discussions with Radu about this, right? Because it's amazing the the amount of followers he has, and uh, he did say in few interviews as well, right? Uh, another another thing besides adding value is authenticity, being mm -hmm. yourself, having your own voice, and standing by by the things you believe first in but also sharing relevant information for the um and, and having a voice about it right not just uh taking a link and putting it there so mm -hmm. i think those are um the conversations that get the most engagement people want to talk about this and i believe that that played a very important role in him gathering this this kind of uh insane amount of followers mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. I mean, this is really uh, this is really important next step. And uh, like you said, add value, be authentic. And, you know, I think Elcott is kind of this content machine. There are a lot of people kind of rehashing the same idea, same posts, whereas Elcott is always sharing something new. And I wonder, do you ever find that exhausting? Uh, or, you know, how, how do you know that? And also, how do you know that you're adding value, you're speaking to, you're solving problems for people? <laughs> I think it's the audience that that gives this feedback, right? So you yeah. you can see from the tracking you have, right? Mm -hmm. Whether people feel that this is relevant, right? Or sometimes mm -hmm. even some reactions are quite um, um, strong, right? Some people really um, um, get that idea. They associate themselves with one idea or they agree with it that this is how it happens. And some would be the, the total opposite side of it and mm -hmm. and that's where actually 
people learn more things because there are more more perspectives if everyone has the same opinion it's very hard right so mm -hmm. i i believe that those kind of posts are um very insightful um and yeah <laughs> that's the mm -hmm. trick you're paying attention to audience engagement is huge. It, there are a lot of uh, hints, actually, the next type of content that you can create right from the comment section. A lot of people do ignore it, don't reply. But I saw just how engaging like all, all of you reply to all the comments there are mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. That's a lot of effort. So yeah, yeah, this is really interesting. And I want to respect your time. I think both of you have the run to a meeting pretty soon. But is there anything that you're like, please, we can't be late. Um, anything before we close, anything that you want to leave our audience with that we didn't get a chance to talk about? I think it's too too general. Like I have a lot of things going on in my mind right now, which may not be relevant for the audience. But uh, yeah, you think I, we did no, pretty I, well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We covered most of the topics we wanted to cover. Yeah. Fantastic. So we'll, you know, we'll leave some uh, call to actions. Again, all the links are in the description, but I definitely encourage people to check out elcoglobal.com. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, it's a great way to learn, frankly, not just about supply chain, but how they build their audience, how they build their influence and create content. Uh, you know, content-based strategies is just the very best. So make sure to check out the Academy, alcoglobal.com, their job search, Suplify, which is brand new. And with that said, I just want to take a moment and thank you both for being here and for people who hopped on and uh, hope to see you back here again in the near future. <laughs> thank you, Faye. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Us. Thanks. Thank you. I'm going to take us offline now. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.